Ladies, today you're in for a treat. And gentlemen, please stay and take note and help the women in your family understand the necessity of learning about the subject of this show. Even if it may be a little uncomfortable, you could help too. Because the subject of this show affects all women and everybody around them. Today we're going to learn some facts about the female aging process from a specialist in the field of womanology and lady truths. We're talking hormones with a woman you're going to want to know, Dr. Janester Wilson-King, right after the intro. Welcome to Season 3 of the Cannabiverum Podcast. The Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as a medication is a different concept in Western healthcare philosophy, specifically from the past 100 years. There is a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see in respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall. Because I'm not a doctor, nor did I get to go to med school. But I did take dozens of private cannabis courses and still engage in continuing education offered by those same cannabis expert scientists. And slowly, I began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story in cannabis in historical, political, and scientific terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Oh, it sounds like I have you. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. is so nice to hear your voice. Welcome and blessings to you, Dr. Wilson King. All right. And I am very happy to be here. Thank oh, you. good. No, it's just it's just so lovely to just have a little bit of time uh, to myself with you. I'm being 
that sounds very selfish all of a sudden. We've got a big audience <laughs> that's going to be listening to this. And that's the reason that I invited you so that they can have the benefit of time with you like I've had. Uh, full disclosure, dear audience, Dr. Janester Wilson King is my doctor too. Uh, but I'm just lucky that way because I found her through cannabis and then realized she was close enough that I could take advantage of her help. Um, and so that's how all that happened. And then I'm bringing her to you because of what happened to me. <laughs> so could we just start with, would you mind telling our audience what brought you to cannabis as a, an obstetrician and gynecologist? Sure. Um, I've always been a person who preferred to do natural things to the body. I didn't really agree that you need a pharmaceutical for every little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, if I have a bladder infection, give me an antibiotic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm against it totally, but I do think that we can do many things to help our bodies heal themselves. So between 2000 and 2010, probably more around 2000, between six and eight, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I read um, Lester Grinspoon's book, oh, uh, yeah. Marijuana Reconsidered and yes. Marijuana, the Forbidden Medicine. Yeah. And that opened my eyes. I had always been, I'd always uh, talked about supplements and eating the right foods and exercising and all those sorts of things. But here was a natural medicine that has helped so many people along the way over the thousands of years that it's been around. Mm-hmm. So once I got the opportunity to include it in my regimen, when we were allowed to do uh, cannabis recommendations starting in 2016, I added that to my uh, armamentarium in my practice. Have you, have you found uh, the transition of your patient load difficult to this idea? No, not really. Um, I'm, I'm one of the people that I don't try to convince people to mm-hmm. do what I suggest. Mm-hmm. I explain it, give them the reasons why, and also talk about any adverse possibilities. And if you educate people enough, they make the decision that's best for them. And, you de- and then you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that's the way I've, I've always practiced medicine. And what I did is I added cannabis as a part of my toolbox yes. in helping people feel better, get healthier and, and achieve a, a le- the level of wellness they wish to achieve. It's not my level of wellness, it's their level of wellness. Mm. What's the most important thing for a mature woman to know about herself? Um, <clears throat> pardon me, after we wake up on a handful of prescription pills and try to find a new way to live. <laughs> yeah, that's a loaded question. What's the most important thing a woman needs to know about herself? she wakes up and finds herself on a handful of medications that was me that was me and it and it took me 25 years to find you because I didn't know the medical system 
I, I didn't understand what I was supposed to do. I was just like a little girl, like just follow the doctor's orders and right. go to the doctor. Yeah. And then the doctor sends me off to, you know, 10 other different specialty doctors in network, of course, only. And, sure. and I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing or how to maneuver any of the medical system and just find myself, you know, 50 years old on a handful of pills. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say, there's four words that I'd say every woman needs to know. Hormones are your friends. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Because I, what has happened over the years is male researchers, and I don't blame them to a certain extent. I mean, they can only work with what they have, but they have made us afraid of our own hormones. Women have been afraid of estrogen. Yes. They've been afraid of hormone therapy. Absolutely. Because of, because of the fact that when hormones were in, initially used, women were given horses estrogen and synthetic progestin. It wasn't even progesterone. So, of course, there were side effects. I don't know mm-hmm. who thought that a horse's estrogen would work in a human, in a human woman, much less. So, we know that Premarin, which is the, the estrogen you get from pregnant mares, that's you, pregnant right. mares' urine, that's mm-hmm. Premarin. Pregnant mare's urine. Oh. And that, yes, that's why they named it that. <laughs> oh, and, isn't that a funny little factoid? Yes, exactly. And then and a synthetic progestin. And wh- who thought that that was going to be appropriate? It's just, it was so inappropriate. And that's why they, uh, hormones received a bad um, reputation. reputation. I grew up and, being you terrified know, of them. I was, Yes, I was in one of my, the part of my training, I was in this hospital, uh, it was on the main line in Philadelphia, and a very popular writer of a soap opera was taking Premarin, and by that time, we had learned that Premarin, estrogen alone, can cause your uterus, the uterine lining to grow and become cancerous. So a lot of women just stopped taking Premarin, but she felt so good on Premarin and so wanted to stay on it that she would come to our hospital once a year and get a DNC to make sure she didn't have cancer in her uterus so she could stay on her Premarin. Wow. That's how determined some women have been to keep on their hormones. But of course, we've got better ways to do that now that women don't have to have all of that done. Um, And we know, at least many of us now, many of us in the field of hormone therapy, know that if managed properly, hormones can be a lifesaver for women. They really can. All the changes that happen with menopause can, most of them certainly can be prevented or certainly significantly delayed when are women women 
when do women need to start thinking about menopause and, and the perimenopausal stage and then the menopausal stage and then the postmenopausal stage? So we're talking a lifetime of stages here. Exactly. To exactly. The, and, the, the stage where you notice changes in your personality, in your body, in your cycles, when you start to notice one or two or more changes, your first thought should be, what are my hormones doing? What's happening? Because oh. this horm- the, the lowering or the decrease in levels or changes in levels of your hormones start in the mid to late 30s. And most of the time during that, that, that period of time, we don't really recognize it. We don't necessarily feel anything because there are slight changes. Some women actually do. Some women, the slightest change in their hormone levels, they have symptoms, but they don't realize it's hormones because we're, taught, we're not taught about that. So they go to the doctor, look, I can't sleep all of a sudden. I'm just having struggle, sleep, trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Or I'm more anxious than I've ever been. Why am I Mm -hmm. getting upset over everything? Mm -hmm. Why am I putting on weight? I haven't changed anything. Yeah. Those are signs of hormone imbalance. You don't need an antacid to help your digestion. You don't need a sleep medicine. You need someone to check your hormone levels. Well, my GP doesn't do that. Thank you very much. (laughs) And that's that's, that's that's a problem. that's, That's a problem. That's where women... You have to become your own advocate. If you know or if you're suspecting it's a hormone issue, or even if you just want to find out if it's a hormone issue, and you do go to your primary and they don't, they don't think so and they give you something else, it's up to you to be your own advocate and say, I got to find somebody that can look at my hormones. And then you, well, nowadays, of course, you can go on the internet and you can find all sorts of people Uh, who do hormone management, but see, then you need to find the right person and everything is not for everybody. Some women do great with pellets and some women don't. Some women do great with things they can take on a daily basis. So they feel a little more in control of their levels. And if there is a, 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 an adverse effect, then if, you st- if you're taking your hormones every day, you just don't take them for a few days and, and let whatever is happening uh, resolve on its own. But you need to find a physician who can manage your hormones. And you'll know. You'll know. You may- yeah, boy, I do. I know. <laughs> I know the one who, who uh, let me just remind our darling audience here. Uh, Dr. Wilson King's care has completely changed my life around after 25 years of struggling with my regular doctors 25 years I'm not kidding that's how long Louie and I have been off of the boat and living in a house and on land and sitting down and not exercising like we did on the boat you know and and getting very sedentary and suddenly um after 25 years of being fed uh prescription after prescription after prescription for blood pressure and not sleeping and low energy and uh, nausea and arthritis and all of those things. After 25 years of struggling with all of that, 
my blood pressure is now normal because I went to see a woman's doctor, Dr. Wilson King, who took me seriously. I'm sleeping all night now. I don't get up several times a night to have to go to the bathroom and and relieve my bladder. My energy returned. I'm 68 years old. I just told her the last time I saw Dr. Wilson King that I feel like I'm in my early 40s. <laughs> you know, this is success in, um, you know, in my medical f- career <laughs> as a human on this planet. This is what success looks like. Isn't it wonderful to be able to say that? And not only that, that, you 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 help me with fine tuning my cannabis regimen that has uh, taken over a lot of the other issues, or helped me with issues that I was getting a single prescription for, for sleeping, for instance, for settling uh, that spasming bladder down at night, so mm-hmm. I can sleep all night long. Uh, Mm -hmm. for getting rid of the nausea that afflicted me for 25 years daily, all of that stuff. And it's because you got me on hormones, lots of blood tests, lots of that funny little machine in your office, you know, that, (laughs) that I hang on to and clamp down on and stick my feet in the right positions for, and it sends its little Mm -hmm. magical waves through me and tells you all kinds of stuff that I couldn't, believe pages and pages and pages of data on the insides of my body and what's going on. And I never got that kind of care from just a general practitioner, you know, uh, because, well, they don't have time. And that brings me to um, why they don't have time, because they're on the insurance program. And you don't do that. You, you don't accept insurance payment in your practice, right? You work with correct. insurance, but would you explain that to the audience? And Absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Friends, I've heard you complain long enough about how to find trustworthy and consistent over-the-counter CBD products, and I've taken a new position on the subject. I'm proud of my affiliation with Dr. Dustin Sulak. His Healer CBD products can be shipped to all 50 states. Healer products will give you a full-spectrum, whole-plant, entourage effect of all the compounds that grow naturally in the cannabis plant. You'll have the best opportunity to manage your aches and pains or anxiety or spasming organs with a full-spectrum, whole-plant product because all the natural compounds will work perfectly together in synergy within your body to manage what's happening. You may recall that I've been taking the acidic version of his cannabidiol, or CBDA, product. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet but it also adds many benefits to your body. Find out more about Dr. Dustin Sulak's CBDA product and the value it can add to your life. Ship directly to your front door. Click on my Sweet Savings link below and start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today. Hey, my friends. 
I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust. Dr. Anthony Mazzo is a highly rated specialist here in Melbourne, Florida, one of the first physicians to research and study cannabis since 2016 when it was legalized in Florida. Well, now, Dr. Mazzo is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that this gentle live plant therapy will likely give needed relief. Now, I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own old lady neuropathy issues. You see, he's a neurologist. And he didn't prescribe the usual stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a very specific way to find relief. And that is what every doctor in America should have in their little black bag. His clinic details will be in my show notes for you. Why? Because he's a trusted cannabis expert in the field of neurology, right here in Melbourne, Florida. Dr. Anthony Mazzo at the Brevard Neuro Center on NASA Boulevard. See his details in my show notes. I want to be able to, number one, spend time with patients. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with women and hormones, and I primarily deal with women, I do have some males for sure, but Mm -hmm. I primarily deal with women because that's who I've been taking care of most of my professional life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I know that women are sometimes very hesitant about hormones. They think they're going to get breast cancer or it's going to do this because of all of the myths that are out there. So I need to spend time with patients when we're talking about hormones. Then also I need to be able to have time to educate the patient. Patients will appreciate the time that I spend with them, the fact that I look at the entire body. I don't just focus on one thing. We look at other things too. And we, um, I can know my patients. Ladies, I want to tell you, it's a therapy session with Dr. Janester. She is so wonderful and she knows everything about you so that you can, so that she can help you through whatever it is. It's, I'm not kidding you. I, I'm just sitting here gushing, but having time with Dr. Wilson King is unlike any other doctor's experience you'll have because she's there for you solely and not for, you know, not having to worry about all of that other paperwork and extraneous uh, stress on a doctor's business. Yeah. So, and also, you know, you don't want patients sitting in the waiting room for hours that's just and we so do. unnecessary and disrespectful yeah. to patients yeah so i have uh, if your appointment's at 11 i'm going to see you at 11 and we're going to my follow-up appointments are an hour my initial appointments are up to two hours so and we don't have to take that whole time if you don't want to but just if, uh, patients are very comforted by the fact that they know they have time with me. They can ask all their questions. We can look at things. Uh, if I'm doing a cannabis recommendation, we can go on the internet and look at the various um, licensees and look to see what products are there. And I can talk to you about them and we can decide which one would be best for you. Uh, with hormones, there's so many different ways to administer them. We can find out what works for you. There's different dosing, and I explain all of that. So it's, it's, it isn't a quickie visit. You're not in and out, and I'm not standing there with my one hand on the door trying to get out of the room to go to the next patient as I'm talking to you. It's, mm. a, it's a calm 
atmosphere mm-hmm. where you can talk and mm-hmm. you can get all your questions answered and feel very comfortable with what you're doing. So that's why I started this practice and I really started it a half a day a week. Mm. I had my conventional OBGYN practice, mainly GYN at that time. Mm-hmm. And I started a half a day a week in a different office. And within a year, I was seeing patients every day in that office as, a, as opposed to back and forth between the conventional practice. So it, 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 it just blew up and people liked the fact that they could spend time with their doctor. That's it. And they would bring in questions and yeah. we would go over all of them and I, they feel comfortable. And it, more than that, cared for. We feel yes. cared for. Yes, it's just yes. so wonderful to get to spend that time with you. We don't feel rushed. We feel very cared for. My regular audience uh, hears me talk about you all the time. But this next subject Aww. may come as a shock <laughs> to a lot of people. No, it's true. I, I, this, this next subject shocked me when I first heard about it. <clears throat> and you and I have had several discussions about pregnant women and nursing mothers using cannabis. Would you care to illuminate that issue for our new listeners, maybe who've never even considered that subject? Uh, I rarely talk about this in public just because people can sometimes misconstrue what I say. The best things for pregnant women to ingest are healthy, real food, whole food, clean water and fresh air. Mm-hmm. And they should limit white sugar, avoid processed foods and foods with no nutritional value. Mm-hmm. And I also recommend that women not ingest or smoke drugs of any kind, mm-hmm. including tobacco, alcohol, caffeine, opiates, methamphetamines, cannabis, and pharmaceuticals during pregnancy. So what I'm saying is pregnancy is not the time to say, oh yeah, let's go get high on cannabis. Or high. Let's, let's, let's smoke some weed. No, that's not the time to do it. If you are on a medical regimen or if you have a medical problem and cannabis works for it, that's the time you talk with your obstetrician or a specialist who can, you can consult with about how do I do this during pregnancy. And there's also another issue, hyperemesis gravidarum. That's where you have nausea and vomiting that is so severe that you end up in the hospital needing IV hydration. And some women even end up needing to be fed intravenously because they're unable to keep anything down. And that happens in about 0.3% of all pregnancies. And Mm -hmm. it is quite uh, quite devastating. Quite, yes. Now, I, I do go through a quite an extensive counseling session mm-hmm. with patients who are pregnant and want to use and, and are coming to find out about how they can continue their use of cannabis. Yeah. And you, the benefits really have to outweigh the risks. Right. I don't, I do try to number one, try to find out if we can go without cannabis. Number two, try to find a non cannabis alternative. And then if we're going to use cannabis, we're going to use it in the safest way we can use it. We already make cannabinoids 
in our body, endocannabinoids like anandamide and 2-AG. My audience has heard me talking about that before, Mm -hmm. but for those of you who don't know, and I just heard the other day Dr. Cody Peterson saying there's as many as seven uh, endocannabinoids now. I can't name the other uh, five, but um, the point is cannabis discovery is, you know, just burgeoning and uh it's so wonderful to learn about the different compounds and what their uses are not just the cannabinoids but the terpenes and the uh, flavonoids as well because they're so medicinally uh valuable and yet we we have to somehow figure out these formulas and and be able to to translate them into some some sort of alchemy that the typical patient can figure out. What I I got to figure out if I need THC or CBD or I need them both. And what's a terpenoid and how many <laughs> flavonoids do what? And how do I find that out? Because none of the dispensaries are talking about them. You know. <laughs> so. Dear friends. You'll want to come back next week to hear the rest of our juicy conversation about women and life lessons and hormones and cannabis and more on the next Cannabivarum podcast. Remember what Dr. Wilson King said, hormones are our friends. So let's stop being afraid of them, learn the modern facts, and use plants to help ourselves through the natural aging process. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure to pass this information on to your girlfriends and daughters. It's crucial for women to understand their bodies and stop being afraid of them. Preventative care is what we're going for. If you're in the Orlando vicinity, I drive an hour away from Melbourne, pick up that phone and call Dr. Wilson King. You will be so happy you did. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products, the process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor, and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig, looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see their link down in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you found value and understanding through my podcast. I have many more thoughts upon the subject that go into a more spiritual direction. So in that vein, please join my brand new live stage on Clubhouse every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Look for Cannabis Church with Cannabivarum. 
It's the spiritual version of my weekly podcast, which usually covers all things in the cannabis industry. But we're live on Clubhouse, so you can ask questions and inspire others with your own stories, or just be a fly on the wall. Get there for live conversation with my learned friends, and if you miss, you can catch replays at a convenient time. Cannabis Church with Cannabiverum. Clubhouse, Sundays at 8 a.m. Eastern.